We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What, what is up, everybody, and welcome to the Backliners Podcast. What a roar and start there from Vera. What it's, is up, everybody, and welcome it's to Oh, my God. And I can, you're going to hear a little double action as I forgot to mute the stream. I'm a little bit all over the place today. I'm not feeling at my best, so I, uh, I'm going to apologize in advance for whatever this episode ends up becoming. Um, you know. So I just, I literally just moved my desk up to like the standing height because my back was hurting a lot sitting. And right when you said one to like do the countdown, Luna missed the jump onto my <laughs> desk. And I just hear like a loud like hit on my desk and then thud on the floor. I'm like, what the heck? Like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that will I, be I, happening. Happen. Yeah. That will be happening from time to time. Uh, real quick before we get started, I do want to make a note. Um, our Patreon is up. Patreon.com slash backliners. Uh, I am going to connect to the Discord to it literally right after this. I wanted to do it today, um, but like I said, I'm not feeling very well. I took a little post-work nap. Um, it didn't help. You know, what, do you ever take those naps and you're like, I'm going to feel so much better afterwards, and you wake up and you think, I should not have even napped. That was that was bad for me. I'm not a napper. I can't sleep for some reason. I mm. really want to be able to take a nap, but I just can't. Every time I go to lay down, I just stay there wide awake. What? I, when was the last time you took a nap? COVID, actually. Uh, mm. And before that, it was like years. Wow. That is crazy. I don't nap very often. Um, but normally, it, uh, it uh, I've got a good feeling on if a nap is going to help or hurt me. Uh, my feeling was wrong on this one, for sure. So, uh, apologies about that. Um, we'll give a shout out to all of our patrons at the end of the episode. Um Woo. And, uh, and thank you to everybody who's supported us over there. Again, patreon.com slash backliner is the place to go for that. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about SPL, shall we? Because it was week one of the SPL, uh, got kicked off once again. And I thought a pretty exciting week number one. Um, some some really good games, some close sets, even though it was only, there was only one to one set. Um, I thought a lot of the teams looked pretty good. Uh, our expectations on the Jade Dragons ended up uh, being about accurate, um, as they clearly looked like the best team. But I suppose with it being week one, it probably makes the most sense to go set by set. Obviously, won't be doing that uh, as the as the phase goes on. But you know, we're we're back in the, we're getting back into it. We're dipping our toes in the water a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, set number one of the week, where the was the Oni Warriors up against the Atlantis Leviathans. Warriors uh, finished this game down in kills, but 
with the win in game number one, and then pretty much dominate game number two uh, from the from the outset, if I remember correctly. What was uh, what was your big takeaway from this set, Barry? Uh, game one, I think they got the literal dream jet draft <laughs> draft. <laughs> Uh, I was on my I was on my way to the studios during game one, but I heard they got like Emoja Guan, and uh, they did. You uh, those are some gods right now. Uh, those those do be some characters that uh, you can't kill anymore. So yeah, I think whenever you give a team those gods, uh, they're uh, in for a rough spot unless you have a lot of counters, and I don't think Leviathans did. And I don't really remember game two too much because I was talking to my team before our set. Mm. Uh, with the Titans. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, game one, like you said, it was kind of just healer, healer diff. Uh, 9,000 healing for Neil, 8,000 healing for Nika, 3,000 healing for Dardes on the Morrigan in mid. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is actually crazy. Is that number right? <laughs> I hope not. I hope someone just like there's no way and just threw it there. <laughs> there's no way that man's did three thousand four hundred healing as the Morrigan. What? Yeah. That is crazy. And then also on top of the healing set, I feel like with Fae Blues, what am I saying? Fae Blues, love <laughs> Fae Blues. Fae Blues Heps, I love those things. Those are those things. <laughs> One of those getting nerfed, am I right, everyone? Faye, well, Blues, Heps, yep. I don't know what happened to my brain when we started this podcast. Uh, yeah, so uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. What was I talking about? Uh, the, heal- the healing numbers are one thing, but Faye, Blues, they, oh, uh, they uh, bump it. We need like a shielding number. Um, because I feel like that's more important than the healing right now. Because anytime you try to dive someone, they just get a little flower. And uh, it's really hard to kill people, as we learned in the set right after this one. Indeed it is. Uh, game number two, um, the Oni Warriors, again, won this one pretty handily. Fe- uh, Rongi went Fenrir support with Lonos this game. Um, Panatom got Naja both both games, and Panatom has historically been a very good Naja player. Um, and I remember there being a lot of talk coming into this week about how insane Naja was. Um I felt like Naja did not look that dominant overall on the weekend. I forget. I should pull up Blues uh, Blues Ultra's. Uh, I stats. think it was two and five. Yeah, two and five. Like not not super great there for Naja, despite all the hype coming in. Let me. I'm almost. I too swear late. that God's still OP. That does happen it, sometimes. Ignore SPL stats. That God's OP. It's like Who was it? I think it was like. Tiamat, like, the when Tiamat was first available, she lost, like, a million games in a row. And it was like, yeah, that this is this will regress back. Like, there's yeah. no way that this is where it's going to stay. You think it's a, it's a situation like that? Yeah, from playing against that guy in ranked and just getting one shot, I got Sash today for 724, so that was a cool number to uh, take damage from. Did you deserve and it? I did. And then he ulted me and I died. And yep. it felt like... Honestly, it's not even a bad feeling because I kind of enjoy it. Okay, maybe I'm like a masochist or something. Mm-hmm. But I like when assassins are like in the meta because team fights and everything becomes more spicy. Mm-hmm. I guess like I-, I will take assassin metas over the Erlong Osiris metas anytime. Any like, day of the week. No doubt. Those metas are just so boring. Like I would much rather die and like be given the chance to counterplay. Well, that being said, I did just play 
or in game against uh, Pantom's Dodgy, where he got super fed and one shot me and Vin 18 times in a row. Mm, uh, nothing you can do about that. <laughs> so sometimes it's not the best experience, but I still think it's a better meta. Uh, but yeah, I do think Naja is in a good spot, and I think competitively, um, I think you need like the right draft around Naja. I don't think she can be like first picked most of the time. Like I feel mm. like you need like a bit of a structure around her. Uh, and I think that, yeah, I, I just think Naja's better than uh, Gacha. Yep, uh, only uh, only two and five. Uh, not not as good, but highest pick rate jungler um, overall. You know, going to do better than that. I think is a is a yeah. fair is a fair thing to say. Uh, you good, Barry? You you look kind of uh, you got a little you got a little flustered all of a sudden. <laughs> Faye Blue's Teps. My brain's not going to work this whole episode. I'm, I, I apologize. Well, that's perfect. This episode turns into. The good news is that your mobile service will work because you use Mint Mobile. Am I right, Barra? Holy crap, right, I was so worried. My brain is so not working today, and I was like, I have no idea what my transition's going to be. And then I'm I heard. force it. There was just this little, this little opening, and I'm grabbing it. So here we are. Mint Mobile, uh, of course, you know them, you love them. Uh, they. Provide premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. Barra and Destiny use them. They love them. They got three inches taller after uh, starting to use Mint Mobile. Um, I looked over and you were gone from your camera shot. And I was really worried that you like collapsed and I like totally missed it. I was like, what is going on, man? I was just going to be talking about Mint Mobile until you until like I saw the paramedics come in and start, uh, and start reviving you on your cam. Uh, where were we about Mint Mobile? Yeah, uh, unlimited... Talk and text and high-speed data on the largest 5G network. And, like, if Barra did theoretically pass out, um, Destiny could very easily call 911 uh-huh. using Mint Mobile. And, you know, that call quality would be top-notch. Am I right, Barry? Absolutely perfect call quality. <laughs> They'd be right here in three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then I could tell them how great my wireless service is while they're reviving me off of the floor. And they'd be like, man, I'm sure that's going to be so expensive, though. And you'd be like, not real. No. <laughs> <laughs> For only $15 a month. Well, they've got to use our code in order to get that, that premium oh, wireless for yeah. only 15 bucks a month. So what you could say is you could, this is Barra on the stretcher going into the ambulance. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped straight to your door for free. <coughs> <coughs> Go to mintmobile.com slash backliners. That's mintmobile.com slash backliners. And then they'd slam the door. <laughs> when you threw up? What? I just threw up in the back of my mouth. <laughs> okay, maybe I shouldn't stand up during podcasts. And, and, then he'd throw, and then he would throw up, and then he'd say, Cut <laughs> your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month. At mintmobile.com slash backliners. Holy cow. Oh my goodness. Where am I, man? This is insane. Oh, All right. so sweaty. <laughs> Titans versus Bolts. Don't actually pass out oh, yeah. on me now, because this bit's going to get way worse. Um, yeah, the uh, this set, um, Baskin's uh, re-debut back into uh, the SPL. Um Obviously didn't go the way you guys were were hoping. It was a two zero for the Titans, but it yeah, went way better than we thought it would. <laughs> okay, well then it sounds like it went better. That's uh, good. So I thought we were gonna get absolutely stomped. Uh, based off of our scrims, we've kind of just been 
all over the place lately, like, absolutely crazy. And I was like, I mean, you kind of just go in, you're like, hopefully we play good, but I mean, most likely, I think we're going to get stomped. And then we actually, like, we're in winning positions over and over again. And we had no idea what to do with those, apparently, so we tossed those right in the fire. Yeah. And, uh, game two, I died in my Huyot cast animation in the name of the game. <laughs> game one, I don't even remember what happened, but, uh... We, uh, something happened and we lost that one too, but I'm pretty sure we got... Oh yeah, didn't you guys, didn't you guys absolutely hard in one of these games? Or was that the next set? Yeah, no, that was game two. Well, maybe it was the next, I don't know, there was a lot of inting going on. (laughs) Um, let's see, what happened game one? Game one, you played Cupid. Oh Oh, yeah, no, our team fights were just, it was atrocious. We, there was no way to like, win a team fight against that draft late game, because I have no targets. Like, as Cupid. Oh, we like mm-hmm. Cupid Disco into, like, Terra, Camo, Thor, Vulcan set. So we literally have no targets from our back line to hit. Like, mm-hmm. literally none. And Cupid into zero frontline targets that you can really, uh... Because obviously I don't want to, like, ult and blow all of my buttons on Terra. I mean, two of my buttons on Terra, but you get it. Um, right. Because that's not going to feel good. And then we also couldn't pull fire, because then we just get Thor dunked, and they have, like, three blinks to go in. And then we have to worry about Vulcan all too, and we couldn't really get value off of Ymir wall either, because if we go on the Terra, then they just dive us after the Terra, like, either dies or doesn't die, so we kind of had no solution in the late game to uh, do anything, so game one was just a wash once we hit the late game. Mm-hmm. The game two was very winnable the whole time, and then we just threw it at the end, which I don't really care about those, not even, like, saying, like, oh yeah, I don't care, mm-hmm. but, like, I genuinely, like, Thought that we were just going to get hard stomped, and uh, those games are actually good games. Yeah, you did the hard part. Um, that's like getting in winning position. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's the and hard part. We, we got a little excited. We we're like, tight and tight, and then I'm like, I shot the sun. Oh, I shot my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I shot the suns, and then I died, and I literally couldn't press any relic, and I... Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, it was a. I mean, it was a good set from us, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a happy, happy two zero loss, uh, which you don't always see, but you know we yep. we take those when we can get them. Um, Dragons versus Solar Scarabs. Uh, if I remember correctly, I was golfing with one Neil Ma during this set, and we were like kind of tuning in when we when we got the chance. Um, you should golf, Barra. I don't have enough friends down here who golf. Um, I don't think I would enjoy golfing. Why not? Well, it seems like a very boring thing to do. It's not. It's not boring at all. It's uh, You get to spend time outside, which I know you love. Um, I do actually enjoy that. And there's maybe no better... There, there are very few better feelings on Earth than hitting a golf ball with a big piece of metal and watching it fly through the air really straight. Uh, that is you like actually the watch it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. You got it, some good eyes. It's the best. You would like it. Come golfing with us next time. There you go. Okay. okay. We'll see you there. Um, well, once my back fixes, I'm down to do Oh, yeah. It will absolutely annihilate your back. You got to be careful. Okay. Be careful well, I, I'm in the building blocks of uh, re-adjusting uh, my back into a non-screwed-up like, position. So, mm. uh, block by block, we're getting there. Next okay. summer, man. You're in there, for sure. We'll, uh, we'll, yep. we'll give you the time on that. Uh, so, game... Was it game two that the Scarabs uh, had, had a lead, it looked like? Um, against us? No, against uh, against the oh. dragons. Um, and the dragons 
came back in this one, I think it was. Uh, but... Wait, I think Scarab's got Hard Stomp by... Oh, no, 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 you're right, you're right. Uh, game 1 was a Hard Stomp by Dragons, and then Game 2 was the Scratless mid. Yes, and, and... the Najab jungle from Pagon. Yeah, and this game was really close. Scarabs could have won it, and then I think they threw in a late game team fight. Yeah, and uh, that was just the game. I think. Yeah, also, tough, tough loss did there. Crazy damage. I think it was that game where we dropped like thirty two k. Yep, almost something. thirty, almost thirty three, thirty two point nine. Uh, no one else surpassed twenty six. Uh, Which is just a bad feeling for everyone else in that game. <laughs> yeah, that does feel bad. Like Baronic's on AMC, and he's the one who did twenty six. Um, and AMC like never gets out damage and I didn't watch the set to know, you know, watch the game close enough to, to see if Baronic was messing up and not getting more damage than Scream, but probably not. I mean, the damage in this game is just fairly low across the board, um, except for Baronic and Scream on the, on the Scratless mid. Um, can I just say, by the way, one of the best bits going right now in all of Smite is Scream's dad replying to like quotes of scream that are stupid with the huh uh oh no turtle it's so funny if you haven't seen it bear i know you're not on twitter very often but it is uh, it is absolutely phenomenal um it's so funny i absolutely love it uh yeah what do you think about this this atlas mid for scream and naja jungle for pagan because they did it again uh later in the weekend i believe yeah i think they did it against kings um, yeah uh just uh i uh you know it's i don't that's why i asked <clears throat> i think scream is just a you know a perfect individual so you need to build wow. team comps around him and you need to let your superstar you know shine and i feel like pagan you know is the right guy for the job and he's just like sir take my mid lane do whatever you need to i'll go jungle for you and uh it works so uh, I don't really know what to say. Besides, like I, 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 I don't know what's going on right now in SPLI. Yeah. I genuinely don't know why it's a thing or what's so good about it. I mean, it does a lot of damage and can one shot and all that stuff, but I don't sure. get why like that over like a traditional comp. Because I feel like even Naj on your team and you're like, well, why? Why like does a... Scream need to be the one to play it? That's my question. <laughs> You know? Uh, well, I mean, that's just the Scratless. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I, I think that I'm... Historically, if people remember my takes when I was casting and takes on this podcast, I am really into the idea of being very flexible with your draft, you know, putting things like Atlas and mid with this type of build if you think it's good against certain matchups. Um, I love seeing all these assassin mids, like Ven played a Pele mid game where he popped off. I thought that was really awesome. Big fan of all of that. And even the swapping of mid to like ADC, like if you're playing an ADC and duo or a mage and duo and an ADC and mid, like swapping your hunter and your mage player in those instances, like I'm I'm cool with that because those are similar roles in your team fight and your team structure. I have a hard time getting fully behind this. Uh I just have a hard time believing that this is the best setup for the dragons in the long term. Like, Pagon and Pagon, Pagon's a mid laner, you know? Like, it, it's just such a different role, and it would be better served. 
absolutely perfecting it beyond any reasonable doubt, right? Um, look, it's fun, it's exciting, it's cool. Uh, I'm not like I don't. I'm not trying to old man yell at clouds here. Uh, all I'm saying is is that if the like I don't think that Scream playing mid on certain gods and Pagan playing jungle on other certain gods is the most conducive to winning a world championship. That's that's my general uh that's my general feeling on it. Yeah, I just feel like I'm on a different boat than they are. They're playing the same game than I am, but their boat looks way different than mine does. Mm. So that's I I I'm just along for the ride, I think, and I'm just, you know, hopefully it goes good for them. And uh I I do think it changes the way they draft. And it also changes the way you need to draft against them. Sure. But I, again, I don't really know why. But but, do, really but does it, Barra? Because, like, if, if they just play, if, if Pagon just plays Atlas mid and Scream plays Naja jungle, is that any different drafting against them than it is drafting against it when they swap? I mean, I, you're, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I, if Pagon can't play Atlas mid and you want an Atlas mid, then, you know, Scream's your guy. I, I guess, man. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, that's what I mean. Like, if you think the Atlas mid is good, just Pagon should just practice it until he can play it. Um, and we know Scream can play Naja, so that's not it. Um, if they're convinced yeah. that Atlas mid is broken, then I think that they should just ask Pagon to really work on it. Um, that would be my uh, that would be my general feeling. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to run it down in a in a ranked game with Atlas Mid right after this podcast. I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay, I want to see how it Tune is. Tune into Twitch.tv/agro for the. Nope, uh, I won't be streaming because uh, um, I'm just going to run it down and lose and call it a night. So I'm not like this. God is terrible. Why did I? Do well, this? I'm definitely not saying that. Atlas is a good god. Oh. That's for sure. Um, Okay, let's uh, let's go to the next set. It was King's Valks. Um, I did not get a chance to watch this one a whole lot, but um, seemed like a pretty uh, common King's W. Uh, Captain yeah, Twig played Erlong. These games put me to sleep. I'll be honest. This was uh, like watching the old school like EU versus EU matchups of like nothing happens the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was the case game one and game two. I'm pretty sure there was a bit more action, a bit more fighting, but yeah, just classic King's dub in my opinion yep very very standard for them um leviathans and tartarus titans was the opening set this one i thought was really big because i think that with how the leviathans looked uh, on friday getting absolutely crushed by the warriors um if they came in i mean i was expecting the titans to to play very well in this set and to um and to beat the leviathans based on how these two teams looked on Friday, but I think that this was a much bigger win than just one in the win column for the Leviathans. I think starting off 0-2, if they had looked bad in both those opening sets, uh, you know, th- this is a team with Steve on it, so, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a, a veteran presence regardless, and I'm sure that he would be able to tell the team, you know, not, a, not the end of the world, just one weekend, like, who cares? But, still, I think that it would have been certainly too early to panic, but I think that Leviathan's fans would have been worried if they had gotten O2'd with nope. th- with how with convince how convincing the Oni Warriors loss was in particular. But uh, Leviathan's really stepped up in this uh, in this set, and they made it look uh, they made it look pretty easy, especially in game one. 
I just wish Spinner played Nox and Alderaan against us. Mm-hmm. And not Vulcan and Frick. Yeah, those are uh, more traditional. Like, I had to drive to the studios, and then I saw Spinner dash with a wave, get first blood, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Here I go. Uh, time time to go, I guess, so I don't be late. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really understand their drafting this set. Uh, Titans, it just seemed a little YOLO-y, a little uh, pick whatever we want. I mean, to be fair, I feel like Dragons are kind of doing the same thing, uh, mm-hmm. just like seeing what works. I feel like most teams are kind of doing that, just kind of feeling out the water, feeling out the meta right now, because I think it's a little undecided since summer. Um, yeah. yeah. Big big win here for the Leviathans. Uh, oh, yeah, the Kumba first pick. I, I, I... Kumba is good, I think. Yeah! Uh, but, so good. <laughs> wow, that was aggressive. Um, yeah, sorry, that was way louder than I thought. Yeah! Um, Alright, you guys versus the Scarabs. The 1-2-1 one, one set of the weekend. Run me through it here, Barry. Losers. Uh, game one, we were kind of just scrimming them and being <laughs> crazy and running down for fun. Um, I was literally just fraying on people, holding W. I don't really remember game two too much. Uh, I think that was a bit of a blur. I think I played Freya again. Um, you I did. I don't remember what happened game two. For... Yeah, Pele, last was 11 and 4 and 9 on Pele. Um, so he was going off, uh. But the rest of the team did not go off quite as much, it seems. Oh, no. We messed up our draft. I remember that. Okay. We're, we're going to skip to talking about that one because I just remember what happened. Uh, so, yeah, our draft was terrible game two. That was an awful game. And then it was, game three. For, for those of you at home, it was Freya, Pele, Horus, top three, and then Tier, Thoth, bottom two. Yeah, that draft was awful. Um, yeah, I don't love yeah. this. I'm not in love with this Thoth pick. Um, yeah. I actually yeah. hate this. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I hate it. Up against their team. No. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Hades, Naja, Atlas, Merlin, Cupid. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't want to play Thoth against that team at all. Yeah, that was not a great draft by us. Uh, and then game three, I think our draft was way better. We killed Yark and Lane, and then I was just a, a fed Artemis. And I think <laughs> I kept Stu out long enough to where he didn't go trans. He went Dom instead. So... Uh, I don't think that was too great. I, I just don't like Dom as an item. I feel like it's... I don't know what it is about Dom, but that item just feels terrible every time I buy it. It's got to be that it doesn't have attack speed, right? Because the stats on this are insane. Like, I don't think that... I really... I think every time I buy it, and then I'm like... I Every time I buy it, I'm just like, I do zero damage. Yeah. It's got to be just the, the lack of attack speed. But Stu has a lot of attack speed in the rest of this build. No, like... I'm just talking about, like, as a base item. Like, it just it just feels bad. Like, I don't want it over Trans. I don't want it over Devos. I don't want it over Ikaval. Um yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're, like, on on Hunters that aren't hitting Silver Branch passive, um, it is certainly just better if they were at the same amount of attack speed, but because it has zero attack speed and Silver Branch has a bunch, uh, it's really hard for that to happen. Like, 30% attack speed on Silver Branch makes all the difference in the world, I think, on, on Dominance. Um, it, that, that's my only... Because I agree, like, it doesn't feel very good when I build it either. Um, and I don't... But I look at the stats and I'm like, holy crap, this is so good. Like, this is everything yeah. a Hunter wants except attack speed. And that's the big thing. Yeah, I feel like it's like... 
a good Titan's Bane replacement, or at least it used to be, but now I honestly think Titan's Bane is just better mm-hmm. than uh, Dom right now. So, uh, I think Dom is just in a weird spot. I think it's the worst pin item, like behind XE, Titans, and Silver Branch. Um, I don't know if it needs, I don't know if Dom needs buffs, maybe like a 5 power buff, but. Turning yeah, there's 55 power. Yeah, it, it should be good. It should feel I know. good. I know. That's what and I can then, say, too. I'm with you. I just don't know where to slot it in my build. Like, like if you start with a power item, then you don't want to go Dom later, I feel. Right. Uh, I did see... I think uh, Netroid went Dom into Xy this weekend on Hu Yi, mm-hmm. if I, my memory serves me correctly. So that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, that seems like a whole... Like, I'm going to mark somebody, ricochet them, we're going to kill them in, like, five seconds. Right. Yeah, Stu went Dom into Odysseus Bow in this game. Um, and that just can't be right. Like, it, it, XE has got to be better in that, in that second slot than, than I Odysseus Bow. I think he Bo. just didn't go Obo, or he didn't go XE because he already had Dom. It's like, do I really want to go that much penetration early? Like... That can't be right. Yeah, but do you really want to buy a zero power item second? Like, probably not. Yeah, like that's when power is the most valuable, right? Yeah, because Dom isn't the highest power. So if you go Dom first, you're like not doing as much damage as you feel like you should with an oboe. Right. I think that's just what makes Dom weird. Is like it's just weird to slot into builds right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't disagree. Unfort, unfort for for young dominance. was game one the game that uh, that Ven went Pele mid? Yeah, Pele mid yeah. ten five and eight. Um, that's dope. This was this was a dope team comp from you guys. Atlas support, Freya ADC, Hades solo, Rat jungle, Pele mid. Um, I watched a little bit of this game and I was I was pogging off the whole time. I, I was loving this team comp. Yeah, we kind of just smorked and it worked. I mean, we had a lot of like misplays in the early mid game. It wasn't like the cleanest smorking, but. I think we're just like trying to redefine our playstyle since Haddix is or Hax left, so we're just trying to like figure out what we want to work on and what kind of style we want to play. Um, so kind of just a lot of experimenting for from us for a while, I think, and just kind of figuring out what's good because we have plenty of time before Worlds. So. Yep. Yeah. Plus, you get a big old Kronos pendant here in the in the back of Jake's build. You know, six item. Really? Yeah, you got a six item Kronos see pendant. That. Yeah. Nice. Nice, yeah, that's uh, that's good. We love we love to see that. Um, yeah, basket with a nice little tainted breastplate. That's uh, that's a that's mm-hmm. a big time pickup right there. Um, and then the final set of the weekend, the Jade Dragons up against the Camelot Kings. This was uh, supposed to be the set between the two teams with the highest expectations. I would say uh, for Phase Three, and it was not close. Um, the dragons yeah, to see this set, so. just just crushed them. Um, I watched a little bit of it back, uh, and man, like the dragons, they they just do it to them sometimes. You know um, that mm-hmm. the early pressure is uh, is has been their calling card historically, and they uh, they continued to do that. Basically, the the early pressure was just really really strong. Um, and again, Scratless in the mid lane. Uh, yep. Went big. 509, top player damage in the whole set or in the whole game. What more could you possibly ask for? Jeez. 
Yeah, I think that ult can literally like do 900 to 1k to someone, and it's really, it's a really annoying ult to backline and just like walk out of. Yep. Because it lasts for so long on the ground, so yeah, it's, there might be something in this uh, scratless gameplay. Yeah, I wonder at what point they decide uh, that it's that it's the scratless game because they they fourth picked it post bans. Uh, they top pick a Willix and then that goes to Pagon. He goes eight one and eight in the jungle. Um, which again, like that's that's dope and obviously Pagon Pagon's a Willix support has uh, run ranked many time before, um, but. It's not the gods, you know. It's not the gods that bothers me. It's the it's the swapping. Like jungle and mid are just so different positions. Like, surely you don't. Surely you're better off just keeping them where they are, you know. Yeah, I have no idea, honestly. They're they're just some wild gamers over there. They are indeed some wild gamers. Speaking of wild, Barra, do you know that we have a wild deal that our podcast listeners and viewers? You didn't know this. Where have you been? What's, We've been giving wild deal? deals out all the time. Um, this one, though, is from Factor. Uh, Factor, of course, one of our favorite sponsors because uh, they give us delicious, uh, easy to eat, and no cleanup food, which is like basically the best thing ever. Uh, and now we've got a brand new code. So hold on to your butts because it's 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 going to be a new code here in a second. I grab my. Okay, please keep holding. Um, Fall is officially here, and with a new season comes a new routine. But if you're like me, you get sick of the same old, same old day after day. That is really true, Factor. That is true. I I can't eat the same meal every day for lunch or, like, dinner. Like, Joe... What about for breakfast? Nope, not that one either. Joe could eat the same... She has, like, a... You know, if there are like three meals she's really she's really been vibing with recently that we're making, she could eat one of those same three meals every day for a month straight. Not me. Yeah, I'm kind of on her page of like, as long as I don't eat the same meal twice in the same day, I can eat the same meal for like a month straight. Really? If you had like yep. three dinners that you were just alternating between, you could stick with those three for like a month? Yep. Not 100%. me, dude. I, I'm a... What's like? Uh, never mind. You can keep going. I'm a creature of habit. That word. Is that, is that what you're going for? That wasn't what I was thinking of, but thank you. You saved me. You're welcome. That's what I'm here to do. Yeah, not me. I uh, if I if we make a dinner, um, I don't want to eat that same dinner that we made for like two weeks. I I, I can't. Yeah, it's it's rough. It is tough. Um, <laughs> what do you guys eat together? <laughs> we figured it out. Um, but you know what I do eat for lunch that really solves this is Factor because they've got a they've got so many meal options. I'm not even trolling. Where where is uh where is it? Thirty plus meals per week, uh, and those are the oh, options. Boy. And there are some absolute heaters here as well, like three bean vegan chili. Barra, that one's oh. from you. Apple mustard I'm... pork chop. That sounds really good. And Tuscan tomato chicken. That sounds excellent. I definitely Ooh, should nice. order that one. Um, you get to just keep on. Keep it on. And if you're like Barra, uh, mm-hmm. and that you want to just eat the same thing, you can just keep getting the same meals. But if you're like me, and constantly need to change, um, th- what is Destiny? Does Destiny, uh, like, is she cool eating the same thing? I wonder if it's an ADHD she, thing. She is not the biggest left leftover eater. She'll go through periods 
Sorry, I'm very burpy. Uh, she'll go through periods of wanting to eat the same thing. Like, right now we have, like, a crazy good um, Asian dish that we've been cooking, and it is so good and so filling and so healthy, and mm. we've just been going to town on that. So she'll eat that, but if it was, like, something else that she's, like, I would say, like, 60 to 70%, like, she likes, she won't eat it again for a while. She's like you in that hmm. regard. It needs to be, like, a 90 to, like, 100, like, in love with tier to, like, eat it again. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I'm, uh... Sometimes I'll be like, man, I want some more of that, but it's pretty rare. Um, anyways, uh, when things get busy, Factor is also flexible. Change up your order every week with plans from 4 to 18 meals per week or pause and reschedule your deliveries every time. So here's the big, big thing right here. Oh, uh, I also should mention that they don't just have ready-to-eat meals. Uh, they also have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me busy going to keep me going during my busiest season. I read ahead. Uh so, here's the new code. This is very important. Head to go.factor75.com. That's all the same. Slash. That's also the same. Backliners60. A little bit different now. Backliners60. Use Backliners60 to get 60% off your first Whoa. box. You have to pay less than half on your first box. What could be better than that? That's code backliners 60 at go.factor75.com slash backliners60 to get 60% off your first box. Thank you to Factor, of course, for being a part of the show. Um, all right, Barra, this weekend coming up here for the SPL, let's take a quick look at the matchups. You guys versus the Valkyries. Um, and Leviathans. And you guys versus the Leviathans. <laughs> what a... Do you do you need to come out of this week at two and two? You're sitting at one and one right now. You know, if you come out at one and three, is that a is that a disappointment? What what are the expectations for you guys this week? Uh, honestly, I don't really care if we win or lose as long as I feel like we're playing good. Um, and I feel like our biggest, well, I feel like we have a lot of issues right now in terms of like what we want to play and like play styles and kind of how we want to function on the map. And I feel like. I don't really care if we come out of this weekend like 1-3, as long as we are kind of not like catching Baskin up, because Baskin is already like mechanically like insane, mm-hmm. but it's more of just kind of aligning him and like Jake and Lass together, and then trying to figure out like what Vin wants to play, what, what I want to play, and then also what's good in the meta, so... Yeah, I don't really care if we come out 1-3 or, like, 2-2 or, like, even 3-1. Like, I'll probably feel the same about all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, awkwardly enough, because I'm just, I'm very, like, relaxed and I have a lot of confidence in the team long run for this phase. So, yeah, I don't really care um, how this weekend goes. I mean, I assume, hopefully, we'll beat Valks and then I think against Leviathans we'll struggle. I mean, we historically have struggled against them in the past. Mm-hmm. Um... So yeah, I, I think if I was if I was to give you a prediction, I think we'd go two two or like our be overall two two. We can yeah, it'd be two two. Right. Um, yeah. I, if if we end up one three, it's fine. Fair enough. Uh, I think that the the team I'm going to be watching this weekend is the Oni Warriors. Um, they obviously looked quite good uh, in their early matchup up against um, the Atlantis Leviathans. Uh, 
They play the Dragons and the Kings, the two top teams uh, by everyone's estimation coming into this phase. So big weekend for the Oni Warriors. If they somehow come out of this 3-0, and uh, they would be obviously uh, one of the teams to beat. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of talk on Reddit, by the way, about whether or not the Dragons, what the Dragons record would look like by the end of the phase and if they like are they already in a position where they look like they're about to run the table uh if i had to give you if you were a betting man barra would you bet that the dragons would run the like how confident are you that give me a percentage chance that the dragons go undefeated in phase three uh very low i would agree i would say like 15 percent is too high so uh, I'm gonna go well, like I would ten ten percent. I get a zero percent chance. There's no way that's gonna happen. Like zero percent. There's no way they don't lose a single game the rest of phase three. There's no way. A, a single match, not not two O's the whole way through. I agree. There's no way they do that. Zero percent. They don't drop a single game. Yeah. Uh, dropping a single match. Think, yeah, I still think it's zero percent at that. Like a lot of teams have just started scrimming, and right. I do agree. I think the gap right now between Dragons and their teams is massive. But I think as the phase goes on and people get more adjusted to how the Dragons are playing this phase and their style, I think people adapt to them much better than they are right now. I mean, it's, it's really only been one week. I don't think this is, like, a crazy thing to <laughs> say that other teams are going to get better and, like, catch up. Right, right. That's fair. Um, all right, well, that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Again, a little bit of a shorter one. Apologies uh, and apologies for my sniffing throughout the episode and that kind of stuff. Feeling a little under the weather. Um, we do. I do have to ask a random question of the week that is not from our patri- from our patrons because I am a lazy uh, pile of human garbage and was unable to get it all set up in time for today. But I will be setting that up, uh, the Discord linking immediately after this episode. So um, if you want to be a part of our exclusive community Discord and get a lot of other cool perks, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash backliners. We'll be starting the post-podcast hangouts next week. Um, a, a lot of the other uh, cool benefits there as well. Um, I will... Yeah, I, we're already on it, so let's do that right now. I want to give a quick shout-out to all of our uh, all of our patrons who have joined so far. So shout-outs to Elsa, Julian, Mish, Orchid, Schmitty, Seafog, Dylan, Deathrange07, Bio, Silent Shadows, Michael, and Evan. Thank you, everybody, for wow. being... Uh, we, got a good, we got a good amount, Barry. I thought there'd be, like, two. Yeah. Uh, good, thank nice. you, too. <laughs> Bear's mom, that one patron. Yeah, Bear's mom. Bear Thank mom. you. Yeah, no, uh, big shout out to all of our patrons uh, for, for helping support the show and help us directly. Again, if you yes. also want to support the show, you can do it by heading over to patreon.com slash backliners or by interacting with our sponsors is a great way to do it. So mintmobile.com slash backliners and go.factor75.com slash backliners60 are also good ways to support the podcast. Um, right, random question of the week. Barra, I think we've done this before, I'm sure, at some point, but who cares? Uh, when I get under the weather, uh, when I start feeling sick, um, I start to crave two things that aren't, like, you know, obviously I want soup that's, like, what I had for dinner tonight, all that kind of stuff. That's all very normal. The weird things that I start to crave, I always want hot wings when I don't feel well. Um, Interesting. I don't know why. 
even before I started liking hot wings a lot, I would just want some. I feel like it's just to, to clear out my sinuses to like get that yeah. big spice burst. Uh, and that starts sounding good what, to me. How hot are you talking? Not like I can't breathe hot, but like okay, I've got to have a glass of water next to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Um, and the other thing that I crave, this one's less weird, I swear. I think is uh, is ginger ale. Um, my yeah, dad would always give me ginger ale whenever I was sick when I was a kid, uh, and so I start instantly craving ginger ale as soon as I start as soon as I start feeling crappy. I should get some in case I feel bad for tomorrow. Um, what about what about you, Barry? What are what are your uh, go tos when you're when you're starting to feel a little sick? Uh, I don't really have anything, so I'm gonna steal Destiny's, which is also ginger ale. Literally, the slightest thing could go wrong, and she's like, uh, John. Can you can you go to the store and give me ginger ale? John, yep. Please, I I need ginger ale. And I mean, for me, I don't really crave anything, but like, I. That's crazy. You're want... sick way more often than me or Destiny. Like, surely, actually, I don't know how often Destiny's sick, but you're sick way more often. Well, than she's me. been sick a lot because right now at her job, there is like, I swear, someone gets sick in her. Like, she's a supervisor. Mm-hmm. Someone gets sick in her team like once a week, like. There is nonstop. I don't know if it's because of COVID, and, like people immunities are down for whatever reason, but mm-hmm. people are getting sick nonstop now. And also from the Bring Me the Horizon show we went to, uh, Lynn got the flu, and so now Destiny's feeling bad. So I we think Destiny is like coming down with the flu. Yep. And I got my flu shot a few weeks ago, and I've been feeling weird for like three to four days. I like sick, sick. But like awkward, I guess. I don't know what the, I don't know what the correct terminology is. I just I can't tell if I'm sick. I don't think I'm sick, but I feel weird. Yeah. Uh, but also, I've been dealing with back pain for like two weeks now, so I think that could be the same thing. But mm. yeah, I don't really crave. Wait, no. Okay, so this is gonna be the most stupid answer, but love this. Um, so from being like a child to like a teenager, um, I. Th- think it's like bread and water for some reason uh that sounds like exactly what you like uh all the time um yeah yeah and i want like comfort food so when i get sick it's like my mom would always make me like butter and cinnamon sugar toast dude i literally had some of that last night and it was banging yeah you can't feel bad when you're eating like bug bugger Bugger, yep. Then you, you just log on to Smite and you get some fake yep. blues taps and you're good to go. <laughs> you call Nausea a girl. Like, yep. Or I don't us. know what yep. this episode is. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, it's just. It's just so nice. It's like slightly toasted. The butter is like in between melted and like mm-hmm. firm. It's so and good. And then you just have cinnamon sugar on top of it. But like not too much cinnamon sugar. Nope. You just gotta do the light little dusting so that it so it sinks into the butter. That's what you're looking oh, for, is it for it okay, to I'm sink li- into the butter. I'm literally gonna go downstairs. My mouth is actually like yep. salivating. So How about this, Barry? I'm linking I'm gonna be linking our Patreon Discord. Uh I'm also gonna make some cinnamon sugar toast, because that sounds delicious. And then we can once people start to link their their discords through Patreon, uh, we will post some pictures of our cinnamon sugar bread uh, oh. in the Discord to share with everybody to to show the proper amount of toasting and of cinnamon sugar level. Because that's the key to it. 
I well, I'm pretty sure Destiny's actually sick, so I need to be making a lot of toast for her. So it'll be like four <laughs> slices of cinnamon sugar toast in that Discord in about five minutes. Well, there you go. Make sure you're heading on over to patreoncom slash to get in on that. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you're checking out all of Patreon's or Patreon, all of Predictions' great shows. Uh, they've got a bunch of different shows across a bunch of different esports that you can check out. I also think that they recently launched a uh, little shorts. Uh, show for esports news and all that kind of stuff. So if you want to get up to the up to the minute, I don't know how often they do it. So maybe it's not you know maybe it's once a week or something like that. Who knows? I don't know what's going on. Uh, but make sure you're checking them out. Um, they're they're always doing great work over there. So we'll catch you next week here where we talk a little bit more about the SPL and something else. Go ahead. I'm ruining your uh, transition, but I'm four and zero in fantasy football. Let's go! What you are? I'm Let's one and three. My team is dog. I'm terrible. This is how it always goes. Everyone who plays fantasy sports knows the person who knows the least is going to end up having one of the best teams. It has it is the the law of fantasy sports. That is always how it works. And I'm like barely winning against everyone. Yep. Like. If I was playing someone else, I would be getting stomped. Yeah. But every week, I'm like winning by like a less than a point. I think. Well, it's, Vera, it's I hope everyone on your team stays healthy and nothing goes wrong. Um, okay, I mean that sincerely. Thanks, I mean that sincerely. I mean it sincerely. Okay. okay? I really hope, Vera. I, I hope don't you know how to swap undefeateds. <laughs> <laughs> Man, bye weeks are going to be tough for you. Do you know what a bye week is, Vera? I assume someone's not playing that week, so let's call it a bye. Holy crap, this guy's a genius. No wonder he's I'm a four. Genius. No wonder he's <laughs> four now. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. We'll catch you next time. Barra, you know what to do. Bye. Okay. Oh my goodness. The episode got wait. weird, but that was a strong finish from you. Yeah, I dropped the whole episode, but uh that was a pretty good finish by me. Imagine saying Faye Bluest Heps and then 